hater Tryna hit a lit, you get hit with the lasers I'm smoking hella pack while I count up this paper this ain't a free throw. She a freak ho. Poet sis, I remix while she deep though. Drop the top off the whip of bitch. This ain't a cheap though. Fast with bad bitch, you know when I weep. Yeah, I had to put something on just to get a little excited to get back on the mic, you know what I mean? Had to put myself up just to get back behind the mic with the headphones on. Ready to come and give you guys a great episode. Thank you for joining me here at the Full Circle Mentality Podcast. I am the host with the most better than butter on motherfucking toast. They call me Jay the Pounds. They call me Don Julio. What's good? I hope everybody's having a great day today. Thank you for lending your ear and your time and sitting down with me um, for these 41 seconds so far. You know what I mean? 43 seconds. Uh, well, how's everybody doing? How's everybody been? Huh? Think I've been gone? I've been gone a little bit from the podcast, I would say, and I haven't really been doing what I've been wanting to do with it. You know, I've been kind of just taking my time and not really having any urgency with this at all. So, you know what? I thought about I thought about it and... Um, I'm participating in Sober October, right? So I thought, what better way to start Sober October than with an episode on how I've been and what I'm looking to do. And then maybe you guys can join me in this journey as well or not. You know what I mean? It's all gravy. Um, but yeah, first off, before we even start the show, I want to say thank you all to everyone who's been supporting. Um, we just dropped some merch recently, uh, a couple months back, uh, a month back, actually. Uh, we have snapbacks, female shorts, we have bucket hats, sweaters, we have our latest t-shirt drop, which is the From the West Side with Love. Um, we have our sweaters, our full circle, our king sweaters. Um, shout out to the Sacramento Kings. If you guys are interested in any of this, um, or if you guys just want to support us, you guys can go to fullcircleco.shop. That's fullcircleco.shop. Um, and in association with the podcast as well, if you guys need to get your performance, you know, just to, to that next level, you know, not only your performance physically, but your performance mentally, you know, if you really want to dial it in and become a, a real athlete, right, go to AP Performance. My boy, um, Angel, he's been working on this for some time now, since about 2016, I believe, um, and it's finally come to fruition. He has AP Performance out. Um, I'll have links to both of these um, sites, the fullcircleco.shop and the AP Performance in the show notes. So go ahead and check that out. We greatly appreciate it. And even if you ain't trying to be the best athlete in the world and you're just trying to, you know, better your everyday life with um, with some challenges, you know, hit up my boy. You know what I mean? We've been doing this shit forever. And that's what we really do. We challenge our minds most of all, like more than anything. You know, it's um, it's really mental. Right, it's a real mental game. Anyway, check those two out. Uh, we appreciate it. And the female shorts, I'm telling you, ladies, these are soft to the touch. Uh, we put, we did some research on which uh, shorts that we really wanted. They're stretchy. Um, I'd call them booty shorts, so they're like for the house whenever you're lounging with your man or with your woman, or just lounging by yourself. You know what I mean? Um, take a look. We'd greatly appreciate it. All right, let's dive in. Let's dive in. So, like I said. I'm participating in Sober October, right? A little gimmicky, a little cliche, you know, but that's okay. And what does Sober October um, entail for me? Because everybody does it a little differently, right? Some people do a California Sober October where they're just smoking weed, right? And they're just getting off alcohol or getting off of fentanyl or getting off of whatever the fuck that's really hard, you know, that, that hard shit. But for me, um, it's no drugs, right? It's no drugs, plain and simple. No smoking weed, no drinking alcohol. No 
fucking, you know, extracurriculars. <laughs> um, we're going to be reading 10 pages as well of any book that you want. Um, it can't be, um, it can be whatever the fuck you want. As long as you're reading 10 pages, um, I'm finally finishing the, uh, the David Goggins book, his first book. Uh, I'm halfway through that. I sat down to read my first 10 pages last night and I read 30. Go for it. Go figure, right? Um, I'm not a great reader either. That's why I kind of really like the fact that we implemented this in here. Yeah. And then the reason behind, you know, me participating in Sober October, right? It's uh, my mental clarity. Um, my mental clarity is something that I love to have, especially when I'm recording podcasts, right? And that's something I don't have when I'm always foggy with weed, right? Um, and the weed takes away from my creative mind. It takes away from what I can be, right? The 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 wittiness. Everything you hear now, me. So it's there's a difference when I record a podcast when I'm under the influence of marijuana and when I'm not. And I see that. And for me, you know what? I want to be able to give you guys the best that I can be, right? Every single day. And it starts back at the drawing board sometimes. Sometimes you got to restart the whole fucking thing and remember why you're doing this and what what were the best podcasts? Why were they the best podcasts? Because you were ready, man. You were prepared with notes. Your mind wasn't foggy. You were excited to ready to captivate the day. You know what I mean? You weren't fucking foggy and lazy and like, oh, I'm high. Rah. You know, and I know a lot of people can resonate with what I'm saying. And if you are that person who can smoke weed and create a multi-million dollar company or a billion dollar company or do a podcast and and have no issues with it, go for it. You are a diamond in the coal mine, right? That's you. You are the outlier. I am not the outlier. I am the person who needs to work just as hard, if not harder, because things don't come very easy to me. So here I am. Uh, a great, another great um, thing that comes from this, right? Or I don't know what thing, but uh, I would call it willpower. Willpower. Saying you're going to do something and do it. You know, having your word mean something to you, right? How important is that? How many times do we get up every single day and say, oh, I need to lose five pounds or I'm going to eat better. Oh, I'm not going to do this because it hurts my head or hurts my stomach or I'm not going to date that guy or date that girl because they bring drama into my life. How many times do we not give a fuck what we say and do exactly the opposite? How many times are we flaking on our word to ourselves, right? So for me, I need my willpower back. I need to say I'm going to do something, and I need to get it fucking done, and I need to execute it, right? So here I am, participating. But Julio, what if, like, I have an event coming up, and it's already a pre-planned event? Like, it's a fucking party, or, like, I have to go out to a concert, and, of course, I'm going to want to get sloshed up on the fucking gin and juice, bro. You know, plus the nose beers that come with it. <laughs> and I got to come down, right? So I need my zannies. You, my friend, need a lot of work. You, my friend, need more than a sober October. You, my friend, need to sit down and really reflect with your life. If those are the excuses you're giving yourself, not to me, because I don't give a fuck what you, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, I have no say in your life at all. What I'm doing right now is I'm trying to let you guys know what I'm doing to try to better myself. And maybe you guys want to do it with you, too, because maybe you guys resonate with what I'm saying, right? But if there's a lot of pushback in your brain, like, oh, well, I can't do that, or it's too hard, or I have a concert that I'm going to and I need to be drunk, literally listen to what you're saying. I need to be under the influence of a of alcohol, right? It's poison. Alcohol is poison. Don't get me wrong. I love this fucking poison. Every once in a while, a good bottle from the uh, good bottle from Mexico of tequila, 
Shit. Sign me up. We'll drink all day. It's called moderation. It's called time and a place. It's called being responsible. It's called whatever the fuck you want to call it. Um, but I think a lot of those defense mechanisms and those excuses are just your insecurities, people's insecurities playing out, right? Oh, because I was talking about this with my brother last night and it's, um, you know, drinking and, you know, numbing yourself, smoking so you don't think about certain things isn't really... Like, you don't have a drinking problem. There's a problem prior to that that you're numbing with that. So the alcohol and the drugs are your solution. That's scary, right? So now it's your solution. So we're not really addressing the core root of your issues or the problems at hand. We're numbing them because numbing them is fun and everybody participates. You know, my family drinks with me. We all drink together. We all get fucked up. We're all alcoholics. (laughs) And yeah. Man, people might be listening to this nine minutes in and already getting offended. And how do I know? Like, Julio, where do you come up with all this shit? It's because I have family like that, man. I come from um, families with addictive personalities, right? And I'm understanding that now. I'm really trying to break motherfucking curses, man. They wrote these shit in cursive. They wrote the curses in curse, Or they wrote the curses in cursive, like as Kanye West would say, right? And this shit's been... You know, affecting my family and probably your family, too, for years and generations. And nobody has the balls to stand up and say something. Well, fuck me and my brother, man. We're trying to do that. We're trying to break the generational curses. right? And we're seeing the examples in front of us, you know, trying to break them as well. And I applaud you for that. My family members who are who are sober and who are understanding that, you know, it's bigger than them and it's bigger than their issues and their drama and they're actually facing the issues, right? I appreciate that and I thank you from the bottom of my heart because you are giving me the courage to go on my journey and to do the same thing for my family that I create. Thank you. Sheesh. Sober October, man. Anything else I need to say about Sober October? Um, what will it bring? What will Sober October bring? What am I looking for? Like I said, I'm looking for the mental clarity. I'm looking for just the reassurance in my mind to be able to do something or say that I'm going to do something, stick to it and execute it. And this is very easy. It's just you clearing, you know, your life of any kind of substances that alter your mind. And don't get me fucking wrong. November 1st, I'm going to fire up a joint. I'm going to fire up that good shit. And you know, out of all the months, um, I have like an endless supply of weed. It's fucking crazy. One of my really, really good friends just started working at a fucking, um, at a place where, you know, marijuana's on hand all the fucking time, right? So, I'm not even paying for this shit, right? But that's the, that's the greater challenge, right? Am I gonna fall into the easiness of life? Oh, I can smoke. I can fuck, I have a fucking, look, look, hear this. This is allegedly a couple ounces of marijuana. Right here at my disposal. You know how easy it would be for me just to roll the joint or pack my pipe and just get high and say, fuck it, day two, fuck it. I'm stressed, bruh. I'm stressed, B. Light it up, dog. No. That's the hard part. That's the fun part. This is you overcoming that little bitch in your brain. That little bitch in you that always says, it's too hard. I can't do it. I have to give up. I'm going to do what I know. And what I know hasn't been working for me, but I'm going to keep doing it. Why? Because I'm scared to step outside the fucking box. This is from personal experience, man. I'm literally talking to myself here. It's crazy. Don't get offended. Keep all your hands and feet inside as we ride. 
Because we're about to get a little bumpier, baby. Taking off the motherfucking gloves. 2023, we're ending this fourth quarter strong. Let's go. Sober October. Are you in or are you out? On a lighter note, <laughs> shout out to Greenfield Football. They're four and one currently. They're four and one four and one currently. And in league, they're one and oh, I believe. Um, if I have those stats wrong, please correct me, but I think I am correct. Let me double check here. Um Ooh, do 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 schedule. I believe they're doing pretty fucking good. Uh, they're first in league, so they're one and zero. Um, home, they're two and one, and they're two and zero away, which is really good. It speaks to, you know, nutting up and you know getting on the road, staying focused, and being able to, you know, get a W. So their only loss comes to Pacific Grove. It's a twenty-one to fourteen loss. Um, to uh, Pacific Grove is a tough, a tough team always. We played them pretty strong when I was uh, back in high school, um, but they were always a good team, always a top-tier team. Um, looks like they got the Ws against Soledad, fuck yeah, and King City, fuck yeah, right? Some of our rivals, baby. Um, but big shout-out to them, big shout-out to all the coaches that are putting the time and effort into developing these young athletes and these young men and having them move on to the to the junior college level at Hartnell and NPC. Um, a lot of kids are coming out of South County and holding it down for South County, putting in the work, you know, that goes into it. Because, you know, where we come from, you know, everybody from the South County area, uh, Monterey County, you know, you have to work fucking hard. We get overlooked through everything. Why? Because we're in the Monterey County. We've got Monterey, Carmel, uh, Seaside, Marina, all these different places. And then you got Salinas High, you got North, North, uh, North Salinas, Alisa, all these great teams. Um, but, you know, our boys are finally getting attention out at heart now and npc so shout out to everybody that's putting in fucking work i know how hard it is to get out there you know what i mean you guys drive every single day 40 minutes right you guys are probably just going to school you guys probably don't even work because you're getting fucking um what the fuck is that shit called will they fund you yeah well you get funding right and that shit don't cut it that shit barely cuts it it's hard to be a college athlete and i commend you guys for doing that so get after it all right get after it you guys only have one life to live and make sure you guys are taking the proper steps to set you guys yourself up for success. All right? Get after it, baby. It's Greenfield football. Ooh. Shit, man. I'm having fun today. I'm having fun today. Having fun today. Having fun today. Previously, though, I wasn't having fun. I wasn't having fun yesterday. I wasn't having too much fun. And then why do you ask, Julio, why, do you, why weren't you having too much fun yesterday? It's because I had to watch these sorry-ass Raiders. God damn being a Raider fan, man. Been over like 20 years for me of just fucking, just utter, just sadness and depression. You know? It's like a fucking, it's a horrible relationship, right? It's like a toxic relationship with, you know, that, that you hear about, you know? Like, like, like we're getting beat. You get beat by the person and you get spit on, you get cussed at, and you get cheated on. Um, but they say, oh no, I'll do better. I'll be better. Come here. I love you. And that's how the Raiders are to every fan. If you are a true Raider fan, you know that this shit hurts. Um, but a couple takeaways from the game yesterday. The defense had a couple crucial stops, which I loved. Um, they got after it. They they forced some turnovers. Finally, fuck. They got an interception. They returned that for a little bit. They stepped on Justin Herbert's hand. or They got caught in Max Crosby's face mask. I think he popped the finger out or some shit. Good. Good. We needed that kind of break, right? Offense, uh, offense has been struggling quite a bit. They've been on the struggle bus. Struggle city. Population, 
oh, uh, Las Vegas Raiders offense. Um, Jimmy Garoppolo got the bench because of concussion protocol. Aiden O'Connell got the call. I thought the fucking oh, I'm not even getting to the coaching yet. All right, so Aiden O'Connell got the call. Obviously, he's a rookie in the National Football League. He's played in the preseason games and he did really well, right? Um, but I think a lot of people were trying to hold Aiden O'Connell to that same, like in that that same preseason performance where he did really good, which I think is kind of not good at all. Why? Well. Preseason is a whole different game entirely, right? You have a lot of people who are second string, third string that are playing, right? When you're playing in the National Football League and you're playing a division lead, a division rival, you know, the, nothing's letting up. They're giving it their all. Fucking Khalil Mack had like six or seven sacks on him last, yesterday. The offensive line, as of the second half, got better. Started pushing the line of scrimmage forward instead of it being brought back. And they were resetting the line of scrimmage and pushing it forward, right? They weren't letting it come back into the into the pocket of Aiden O'Connell and Josh Jacobs where they couldn't get anything off. Finally, the second half, it started clicking. The first half, the defense was beating them on the line of scrimmage every fucking play. Um, There's a couple plays where people just got blown back completely right into Aiden O'Connell, causing some turnovers, some fumbles. Um, and I don't really blame Aiden O'Connell. I really don't. He's a young man who just got a call up to the big leagues, right? He got his first start. The situation isn't great. Um, and then... You know, he did what he could for us, which is try to win a game. He put us in the best position. Yeah, he got a um, pick late in the game to turn it over to kind of seal the deal for us. But that brings me to my next point is the coaching. Josh McDaniels, what's up, bud? You fucking suck. You sucked with the Broncos. You sucked anywhere else that you've been. You suck, my friend. Um, to be a national football coach, to be a head football coach in the National Football League, a lot of words. It's tough. And I don't think you're doing it, sir. And that call says it all. Um, you are within the, like, you're like first in like 16, 20 or no, like it's a, it's not first in goal yet. I don't think, or is it first in goal? And we got to score and you end up throwing the ball for like four plays in a row because Aiden O'Connell seemed kind of hot, right? I would have ran the ball, bud. Give the ball to Josh Jacobs, move the pile. Right, if we need to throw a little ding pass to fucking a little out route to uh, Devonte Adams, like you had been doing, do that. That's a safe throw, right? But you, as a coach, then um, the post conference to pretty much talk shit about Aiden O'Connell and tell him, tell the the press, kind of in these subliminal messages, like these situations happen a lot. He should have known, right? That's pretty much what he said in the post press conference interview. And in my head, I'm like, wow, you really threw this rookie quarterback under the bus. What a great, swell guy that shows who you are and what you stand for, which is yourself. You don't give a fuck about the team. Um, I posted something on my Instagram that said, you know, to be able to lead a team, you have to be able to keep, you have to lead a team. You have to be a leader. You have to keep your composure and you have to fight no matter what. Like, even if the team's wrong, you have to fight for them. Right. That's how people are going to trust you. Your lack of control on the sideline with your facial expressions and how you were just rolling your eyes at every little incident speaks volumes, volumes, I think, on how you coach and how you are viewed, right? I'm not surprised if you're out of here, if you're not even here the next game. I really hope you're not because, man, I haven't seen this bad of a fucking display of coaching since, like, who? what coach did we get right after the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, right after uh, Chucky left us? He went to the Bucks. That coach, that guy was a Shanahan or no? McMahon, right? 
Yeah, that guy was a fucking lop. Yeah, bro. You're like runner-up. You might take the fucking cake, McDaniels. Max Crosby showed up. The offensive line showed up second half. Josh Jacobs showed up second half. Devontae Adams finally got in the groove. Again, the defense making the defensive line holding it, stopping the run for the most part, keeping a, but keeping the the big plays to a minimum. I think there's a, a good future for the Raiders. I really do. I just think it's uh it's just tough right now, you know, with the coaching staff and and then when you start moving players around and when a team doesn't buy into the coaching staff or believe in what the coach is saying, you know, they've lost the locker room. And once that happens, you know, it's kind of hard to to get back up from there. Um, with that being said, shout out to the San Francisco 49ers. I believe they're 4-0, kicking ass. Um, Bay Area team, shout out to everybody who went to the game. Good for you guys. I'm not a hater at all. You know, I'm not. It's good. We got to see somebody fucking win, right? And you guys are doing it great. One thing I did see, though, was Jay Stalin on his Instagram. This fool had his shirt off with his titties out all crazy, just talking hella shit. I, yeah, man, it must suck. It must be depressing to be a fucking Oakland Raider fan, man. Yeah, man, whoop-de-whoop, man. I got big-ass titties, bro. Hide your bitch, bro. Hide your bitch, bro. Don't be mad at me. mad at your bitch, bro. Bro, be mad at yourself, bro. You got a fat-ass gut with titties, bro. If you won't have a gun, bro, I guarantee you, you could not fight at all, my friend. All right? So let's leave it at that. Let let the football players do the footballing, and we'll let you do the titty shaking. All right? Oh man, people are gonna be happy about that. People will be upset, greatly upset and concerned. Um, but I actually had a pretty eventful weekend. Uh, before this whole so- sober October, right? Sunday was the thirtieth or thirty-first. I'm unsure. Thirtieth. And me and my compa, compa. We went out to the gym, got a great workout in. We burnt about 800 calories, or I did at least, because I'm a fucking savage. After that, we went to Fox and Goose here in the greater Sacramento area. Got a great meal. Got a couple of Irish car bombs. Couple of the Irish car bombs, eh? Irish car bombs. Yeah, I can't even do a fucking English or Irish accent. Let's see. Yeah, I can't even do it. I got, I got nervous. I got nervous. Uh, but we had a couple Irish car bombs. Uh, we ended up walking around, smoking some weed, you know, looking at some records, which was really cool. Later that night, I ended up going to Tim Dillon's show. He's a stand-up comedian at the Hard Rock um, in Wheatland. The show was okay. The show, Tim Dillon, he put on a great show. Uh, his first two openers, the first guy kind of struggled to get the audience. The second guy, you can tell, had been doing it a little bit longer, so he commanded a little bit more of an audience present. Uh, he had more of an audience command. And then when Tim Dillon stepped on the fucking, uh, when he, Tim Dillon stepped on the stage, you can just see the the difference in all three of them. Tim Dillon just held it down. He came out, he was loud, he was captivating. Right off the bat, you were laughing, and you were already engaged. And I just find that quality great like you have to be able to learn how to win a room because you know everybody's there to see you but if you're not fucking funny you're not fucking funny right like the other two guys who were there the second guy got a couple laughs the first guy i don't even think he made me chuckle or smile um shout out to tim dylan he's gonna be touring in australia i believe soon he was captivating he was smooth he was hilarious we're actually gonna see another comedian this month in october on the 22nd we're gonna be seeing ralph barbosa here at the Comedy Punchline in Sacramento. Um, that is going to be a show. I'm so excited to see him. His his uh, delivery, his comedic style is very, like, 
um, very monotone, very straight faced. You know, his timing is impeccable. His timing is impeccable. His timing is impeccable just with the pauses and how to get the audience in it. It's, it's, it's great. So I'm very excited for that. Very, 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 very excited for that. But yeah, we're about 24 minutes in and 21 seconds in, guys. And, you know, we covered quite a bit already. We covered Greenfield football. We covered Silver October. We covered the Raiders and a little bit of the Niners. We covered uh, FullCircleCo.shop as well as AP Performance. And we talked about some comedians, right? Oh, the last one I want to talk about. Oh, there it is. Fuck. So this last topic I want to talk about is I'm um, kind of just like uh, I'm the media, so we could just call this uh, topics, topics with the Don, topics with the Don. That's a good one. Topics with the Don. So Tanner Cook, a YouTuber, a YouTuber. He's a prankster, right? Pulls a prank in a, um, uh, I think it's a mall, like uh, where you get food in the mall, the fucking food court, um, and you can see him pressing this guy, pressing this guy, pressing this guy following this guy like very aggressively like to try to get a response and then alan Colley, the shooter as he's walking away as he keeps getting followed pulls out his little gun and boom boom in the stomach mr tanner cook got shot right <sighs> i don't know how i feel about this right because it's a prank right wholehearted fun but when does it cross the line, right? In the in the day of in the day, where we're living now, like in the time now, in the society that we live in now, I don't have the balls to go up to people with a video camera and fuck with them, right? Maybe when I was younger, like in two thousand eight to two thousand eleven in high school, that shit you would have been able to get away with. But nowadays, with the height of just all oh, the bullshit, I feel like there's just so much violence in the world right now. I would not be pressing people and hey if you're a comedian and you're a youtuber and that's how you get your views and that's how you get your money do whatever the fuck you want right but the prank went wrong tanner got shot alan the shooter was actually acquitted in self-defense and it got people up in arms and people were upset it's a prank it's a prank but at what point does it cross to where you feel like you're being violated right you he was um visually kind of pressing the man right like like, trying to get a rise out of him. And he got a fucking rise out of him, right? Definitely got a rise out of him. And then his homie, G. Dion, J-I-D-I-O-N, comes to his defense, right? He goes on live and speaking, oh, man, like, this is just wrong, this, that, and the other. And he talks about people being in their comments, like, you're next, blah, 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 blah. And I don't know how I feel about it, man. Like, of course, if that was my friend and he was a YouTuber and he was a prankster, I'd be sad. But at the same token, I'd probably have to sit down and talk with them and be like, hey, bro, you're pushing extreme lines. And that's why this happened. Simple as that. And if you can't see that as a YouTuber and a prank person who pranks people or whatever the fuck, and you don't know where the line is at, then that is not anybody else's fault but your own. All right? You're pushing the line. You know where it's at, but you're pushing it. All right? You're pushing it. You see it crossed. You crossed the line. And you continue, right? So I don't know how bad I feel about it. I mean, yeah, it's sad. I wouldn't want anybody to get shot. I don't want to get shot. I wouldn't want any of my friends to get shot if they're doing this dumb shit. But just, you know, play stupid games, get fucking stupid rewards. Fucking Christ. This one um, this one grinded my gears. I just, I don't know. I had to touch on this one. I think I'm just irritable because I haven't smoked in fucking two days. 
sounds so sad, right? But that's where I'm at with it, man. I smoke to the point where I smoke and it makes me feel better. Like, and if I don't have it, it kind of makes me feel anxious and irritable. That's when I know I have a problem as well. That's why I'm taking a step back. <sighs> what do you guys think about this Tanner Cook? Hmm? Was he okay? Should he... I mean, does he continue to do what he does? Does Alan Colley... How do you guys feel about him getting acquitted? Right? Do you think that it was correct for him to be acquitted and him not get any penalty? Or does he deserve a penalty? Very gray areas. Very weird things that happen. Um, but the jury decided that it was self-defense. So that's pretty much... The case is shut and it's done. But opinions are always valid. For the most part. But yeah, guys, we are about to wrap this up for the day. Um, I'll be back again next Monday checking in with you guys. Hopefully I'm still sober, right? Because it's day by day. I'm laying a brick every single fucking day and it's not easy. It's not easy to stay true to your word. It's not easy. So I'm going to try my hardest to be sober and take it one day at a time, right? And I hope you guys can do the same and join me and join in with me. You guys don't have to be sober. You guys can just set like a little... You know, goal for you guys for the month of October and see if you guys hit it. And if you guys do, great. Let's set another fucking goal. Look at what we can do. Look what we can we'll look at what we can accomplish when we set our mind to something. That's power. Power. A lot of us have our power. We don't have our power, right? Our power is in other people's hands. We jump when they say jump, right? So. Sober October. If you guys want to join with me, I'd greatly appreciate it. It would be nice to know that others out there are, you know, taking this on with me as well. Um, as well as Sober October, I'm going to be in the gym as much as I can be, right? Just getting my whole overall physical um, self better. But I really want to mo focus on the mental clarity of it all and the mental um, health aspect of Sober October. And to see where I end up on day 31 and see the difference in the podcasting, see the difference in my everyday life. Who knows? Maybe I won't even go back to smoking weed. <laughs> Said no one ever. Um, but yeah, thank you guys for joining me here today. If you guys have any questions at all, feel free to shoot a, a DM to full circle underscore mentality or Don Julio underscore 52. If you guys want any of your questions answered about today's podcast or any questions answered about previous podcasts, or if you guys want to be on the podcast, feel free to reach out. Again, tap into fullcircleco.shop for all our latest merch and AP performance to get in the best physical and mental shape of your life. You guys, spread the peace and the love. Thank you for being with me here today. Go out. Get after it. Fuck it up. Fuck today up. Fuck it up. It's your fucking day, man. Shit. Make some fucking money. Fucking get a little power back in your life, right? We're powerful. We're powerful human beings, guys. Our mind is powerful. Our body is powerful. Our heart is powerful. Our words are powerful. What are we using them for? Spread the peace and the love. We'll see you next week. I'm out.